0: This is the Warm Springs Program on 91.9 FM, KWSO. This week we have Eileen Gagney. Eileen works out of Seattle and came to the reservation in hopes of teaching people about home safety. Gagney works for the Tribal Healthy Homes Network, an organization whose main focus is to educate and empower tribal communities, enabling them to build healthy homes and prevent disease while also promoting wellness. Hi, my name is Eileen Gagney, and I work for Tribal Healthy Homes Network, and I am the technical advisor and trainer. So, Tribal Healthy Homes Network, we are located in the Seattle area. We are part of the Tulalip tribes, as well as uh, we are separate uh the, the partnership for air matters is a is a separate program which does all sort of the the smoke matters toolkit we have an air matters toolkit and what we do is we do a lot of education and training i will go anywhere and train anyone on just about anything so i my background is i'm an architect by trade i've been a general contractor for almost 50 years I've been in thousands of homes, in everything from the attics to the crawl spaces. I've been chased by coons and rats and possums and more critters than I care to think about. Um, so I come to this work with a real hands-on knowledge. So we do education, we do webinars, we do we produce things like <clears throat> this Healthy Home Seasonal Guide, which also comes with the kit, and I brought lots of extras of these. And what this is, it is... A- a quarterly sort of calendar on things you can do in your home to keep it healthy. So I teach on mold, I teach on indoor air, I teach on household chemicals, I teach on pesticides, insecticides, fungicides, mildicides. I teach on a lot of different things. Basically, whatever people need... You know, having to do with the home environment or the built environment we talk about. We're also now getting starting to get into with the Inflation Reduction Act, we're starting to get into a lot more awareness about different building systems like heat pumps. So uh, you know, because we were also uh work with EPA Region 10, and they they were the ones who, well, you might think about warm springs and you might think about the Colville tribe. And you guys are are significantly impacted by wildfire smoke and it's very dangerous and what we try to do is give you really low cost easy things that you can do to protect your lungs because if you can't breathe sorry nothing else matters so with a smoke matters kit what you get is this little bag with one thing which are these door stops and these things actually they're two pieces of foam that go into a, a fabric Uh, sleeve that go on either side of the bottom of the door and they actually move with the door and prevent the air from coming in the bottom of the door which we all feel on our feet right that cold air it's also good for the winter right so you get one of those you also get an n95 mask which we're all used to anyway so if you're working outside during a wildfire event or there's wood smoke you want to be wearing one of those so you protect your lungs Then you come up with this thing. This is rope caulk. And this is kind of a putty that comes in a roll and you unroll it and you put it in a window to seal the window. So what you do is you pick a room in the home, like a bedroom that has a bathroom off of it. And that is your safe room, your smoke-free room. So you put, you can put this doorstop, on the door into the bedroom. You can put the rope caulk on the windows in the bedroom. And this rope caulk, by the way, you can remove it. It doesn't stain the the material. It's reusable, love that, okay? Then you also get a box fan with a furnace filter that fits on the front. And what you do with this thing, and most people have box fans. This is this is easy. Everybody has a box fan, right? And you buy a furnace filter that's the same size, so it's 20 inches by 20 inches by one. And you buy the highest number you can get on that, which means it collects the most particles down to viruses. You also get a box fan with, it's called a do-it-yourself filter a fan. Then you get a roll of tape, which secures the filter to the back of the fan. So when you make this filter a fan, you put the filter on the back so that when you turn it on, no, on the front, it sucks the filter to it so that the air has to pass through the filter and then gets distributed to the house. So all these things, plus a microfiber cloth, which you can use to clean up the dust and the particles from the wood smoke, help to keep that one room a lot cleaner and healthier for you from wood smoke from from people who use wood stoves or if they're burning outside. Uh, it is a good time of year, you know, for, for burning. Uh, either either crops or timber um, when they're clearing lands and getting rid of slash and things like that here in the winter as well with the cold temperature it holds the smoke close to the ground and infiltrates the home and it's really hard as you know to get a good hot fire going when it's cold out. It always backdrafts into the house, and yeah. So we're also going to talk about things people can do to to do better with their wood wood stoves and how to you know to, like for example, get your chimneys cleaned. That would be a really good idea, <laughs> and install a carbon monoxide detector. carbon monoxide kills, and it does every year. And as homes get tighter and we put blankets on the windows and we close things up to make it warmer, carbon monoxide is produced by anything that burns, including wood or kerosene or oil or gas or anything. And what it does, it actually starves the home of oxygen and it starves us of oxygen. And carbon monoxide poisoning can kind of mimic the flu. You kind of have a headache, you don't feel so good, but if you leave your home and you start to feel better, you could have a problem. That's why carbon monoxide detectors are so important. So it's the inefficient burning of any kind of anything, wood, oil, gas, it doesn't, it's not a complete combustion. So part of it is you get particles, you get all sorts of gases, and you get carbon monoxide. So that's the thing. And for both wood smoke and wildfire smoke, one of the biggest issues are the small particles that that uh, get distributed by the burning. So these particles are called PM or particle matter 2.5. They're so small, they actually bypass our natural defense systems our in our, our nasal hairs and our cilia in our throat, go way down deep into your lungs and actually pass directly into the bloodstream where they can affect your heart, your kidneys, all your other organs. And usually after a wildfire event, what you'll see is two to three days later, people start having strokes and heart attacks because these particles, they make your blood really sticky. So your blood doesn't flow as well. So things can happen like strokes and heart attacks. So the first, so we are not trained on how to take care of our homes. We're barely ha- trained on how to take care of kids, right? Okay, so our home, everybody's like, oh, it just sort of takes care of itself till the toilet backs up or overflows, and you're like, oh God, now what, right? So, the big thing, the biggest thing you can do is if you didn't get a home inspector to help with your, the purchasing of your home, get one afterwards and have them train you how to take care of your home, what to look for. Um, You know, so, you know, like right now, everybody should be getting, if they have a furnace or a gas stove or whatever, all your fuel burning appliances should be inspected and serviced, especially if they're older than five years old. If you have a, a wood stove that's not EPA certified or is older, it's a really good time to think about getting it really well cleaned and serviced. One of the biggest things you can do for the health of your home is take your shoes off at the door. Number one. Not all, so outside, we step in all kinds of stuff. Pesticides, insecticides, fungicides, mildicide, dog poop, whatever, right? Then we br- and it's, it gets on the bottom of your shoes and it brings it in. Now, for one of these pesticides, like DDT was banned in 1972. It is still found in house dust. Outside, pesticides, insecticides, all these things And you're in a big farming community. I've been driving around, right? All this stuff outside, it breaks down by the sun and the rain. Inside, it does not. Where do we put our kids? On the carpet. So their exposure is right there. Their children before the age of seven are far more vulnerable to the effects of anything that they ingest, get on their skin, they inhale, than we are. So outside, you know, I don't know what other industries were around here there could be lead smelters there could be arsenic there could be all sorts of things radon is another thing that you guys might have a lot of here given the mountain range that's here and the rock rock outcroppings i've seen every home should be tested for radon so radon is the second leading cause of lung cancer it is a naturally occurring gas radioactive gas that comes up from the soil just does and it comes into your home through your crawl space or your basement, through the cracks and all this stuff. And all it takes is one little atom that you inhale that can create lung cancer. One of the biggest issues I deal with around here or in the Pacific Northwest is mold. Mold is everywhere. I don't care what color it is. It can be black, brown, pink, green. I've seen it every color. I've seen it growing everywhere on clothes, on shoes, on walls, on floors, on you name it. I've seen it. Mold is a symptom of too much moisture. You have to figure out the moisture issue. That's number one. Then you have to ventilate. So you figure out what's going on. So a lot of folks, like in Tulalip where I work, they love to put blankets on their windows because it's old Housing, it's cold, it's drafty, they want their privacy, and they put the blankets up, but they don't open the blankets. And meanwhile, then you get condensation growing on the windows, and then you get mold growing on the windows, and then on the walls, and it just starts to spread, and it's a disaster. Bleach does not kill mold. I'm going to say that again. Bleach does not kill mold. It bleaches it because the mold comes back. Because you haven't dealt with the moisture problem. Soap and water, scrub, it's all you need. It's the same thing sort of like with COVID. All you need is soap and water scrubbing and boom, you're done, right? Now, bleach will stain drywall and caulk. So you'll get rid of it and the bleach will make it white, right? But then it comes back. If you wanna use something besides the soap and water, hydrogen peroxide is much better to use and not as dangerous Chlorine bleach is a lung irritant. It can cause asthma attacks. Not good stuff. So you really, the thing is, a good smell is no smell. And that was Eileen Gagney, the trainer and technical advisor for the Tribal Healthy Home Network. This is the Warm Springs Program on 91.9 FM KWSO.